Hello, and welcome to Fika with us, a podcast from Linköping University. On today's episode, we are joined by three current international students to discuss how they manage their schedules, get the most out of their study time, and maintain their work-life balance. My name is Connor. Let's start the Fika. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, hello. So I'd like to start off by just uh, introducing all of you. Uh, so if we could go around the table and give your name, your program, uh, where you're from, and your favorite fika. Hi, everybody. I'm back. My name is Shivani. I study experimental and industrial biomedicine. I am Indian and Swedish. And right now, my favorite fika is probably the pain au chocolat from Babets. Hey everyone, my name is Lenore. I'm from Portugal. This is my first time here. I'm studying applied ethology, basically it's animal behavior. And I'm in my first year. And my fika, I should know the name by now, but it's that carrot cake with the white top. <laughs> that one, probably. <laughs> and yes, hi, my name is Barbara. I'm from Germany and it's also my first time on the podcast. And I study computational social sciences in Norrköping. And my favorite fika, I would say I just stick to very basic cinnamon buns. Yeah. It's it's the most popular answer for sure, but a good one, no doubt. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about time management and how we manage our work-life balance here at LIU. And I guess a good place to start this conversation is why we need to have this conversation in the first place. Uh, here at the podcast, we are not in the business of uh, sugarcoating things. When you come here for a degree program, you are going to have to work a bit. Uh, usually we expect around 30 to 40 hours of work for each week in the semester, and it's pretty fast-paced. You have 10-week periods where you're doing two to three classes at a time, so it's it's a lot to pack into a pretty short time frame. So I guess a good place to start is uh, what is a typical work week looking like for you as a student here? Um, you're all in very different programs, so I'd like to get uh, perspectives from all of you on this. Um, for me right now, it's um, because I'm doing my bachelor's thesis, I'm in the lab every day. And I think for a lot of my classmates and I, it's very different. Some of us are in the lab from the morning till the evening, whereas some of us don't need to come in that much. I feel like I am in the lab almost every day from the morning to the evening, and it's quite nice. But when we have classes, I would say it's like eight or nine to like three or four. But then sometimes if we start at like 10, then we end at like five or six. And it's a lot of like lectures and seminars and problem-based learning, PBL, all that. Uh, love. We love our acronyms. Yes, exactly. So that is how my week looks. Yeah, my week is really different from yours. I actually only have classes at least most of the times in the morning, like from eight to lunch. And then probably I'll do some group work in the afternoon. So yeah, those are been my weeks for now. And I've only had two courses by now, but we always have, we have had um, some field trips. So that's actually part of my course by now as well. 
And for me, it's that I really have not a lot of classes. I was really shocked when I saw my time schedule here because back in Germany, it was crammed. And now here, I only have like six hours of classes. So for me, time management actually is very important because lots of the stuff I need to do for my degree is basically being at home and repeating the stuff I'm learning in the lectures. So yeah, I was really like, wow, this is um, this is a degree where time management really comes in handy. Oh, for sure. And I'm actually kind of surprised to hear that because I actually had the, the opposite experience this term. I mean, I got on my time edit uh, when I first got back here in Sweden this uh, this summer and I was just blown away. I would have like, you know, 10 classes a week, <laughs> like between my labs, my uh, exercise sessions and the the actual lectures themselves. Like it was it was a pretty big time commitment. So I think for me, like time management is it's the opposite, right? It's trying to fit everything else in in between and. Uh, would you say it's the same for you or is it more closer to what Barbara's having? I think for us, it's also a bit weird because last semester we had like, we sometimes have these periods where one week we literally have like nothing or like close to nothing. And then the next week it's like packed, jam packed. And sometimes I think like, why are they scheduling it like this? So I feel like you're always balancing your time in the sense that one week you're thinking, okay, I have all this free time, I should be productive. And then the other week you're thinking, okay, I've been so productive because it's been a busy week. I need to have some downtime, you know? So it's like a balance between the time balancing of those two weeks. Yeah, for me, I don't know. I think it's like uh, I have a medium um, thing about all of this because I have my classes in the morning. So I'm already at the university and I know that I have to work in the afternoon because I always have some presentation or some paper to work on. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I have I have this pretty scheduled thing. And I, I, I mean, I think I really work well. I don't know. You seem very put together. <laughs> good, good for you, Queen. I don't know. I mean, hey, that's why we have you on this specific podcast, yes. right? To give advice. <laughs> So I can help you. <laughs> At least someone is not faking it. <laughs> so I, I want to talk to the the first year students at the table here. Um, you mentioned earlier, Barbara, that uh, this was kind of a shock to you how the classes were structured and how much time management was needed. I kind of wanted to ask both of you, uh, how have you found the class structure here? And was it surprising? And have you had a hard time adapting to it? Um, I personally would say I love it because I have like deadlines during the week, um, during every like two weeks I need to hand in something. So for me, it's very encouraging to stay on track and to not have that exam period like I had it in Germany where you have 10 exams over two weeks and you're just falling apart. And here it's like small steps that finally add up to a degree, hopefully in the end. Girl, I wish. <laughs> yeah, we all wish. Um, but yeah, I think I, for me, it was very, very nicely. So it was like, wow, this is something which encourages me to um, kind of get my stuff together. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, if it's not adding up, the teachers are also very helpful. And you kind of, 
can then t- also talk to them and ask them how you could better approach stuff, I would say. That's really nice. And actually, just a little bit of an editor's note here. Uh, we're recording this uh, right at the beginning of the exam reading period. So, Barbara, I, I, I really hope you have a good exam period. I hope it works out. Um, wishing you good luck on all your exams. Oh, thank you so much. Good luck. Yeah, I kind of have the same opinion because I was used to have a lot of different courses at the same time. And now I just have it by kind of modules. So I have I have had like for just two courses by now. But I'm really enjoying them and uh, the fact that I have them in the morning is really helpful for me to just stay with everything uh, done at the at time. Um, and it's really good comparing back at Portugal where I would have probably lessons for the whole day and I felt like I didn't have the time to do everything that I needed. So yeah, I'm really enjoying the schedules here and at less until now. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> yeah. And as far as the the work-life balance, how has that been for y'all? Have you been more focused? Or, like, do you feel like all of your time is being spent on studies or do you feel like you have a good handle on balancing everything out? Want me to start? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, I think I've been had a good balance. I have time to work. I have time to just go... I, I usually spend my weekends at Tornby near Ikea or some secondhand shops or at the city center. So I actually have a lot of time to me and to my friends and that's really good. Um, but I also have time to work and I always try to do it on the week. But I'm okay if I ho- uh, had to do something on the weekend as well. But yeah, that's that's me. I don't know. What about you? Um, I think for me, there are periods where I am consistently just working a lot. And that is usually when it's closer to the exam period, you get a bit serious and you think, ah, now I need to get my life together. But then in the beginning, it's not as much work with school, but I would say work with a lot of other things that I do, like, like, yeah, association work, I guess. But I feel like towards exam season, you always tend to avoid the distractions a lot more and just focus on the exams kind of and then but in general I would say for me I think my work-life balance is it's pretty all right I know all my friends who are listening to this are gonna say otherwise they think that I'm a big workaholic um but yeah I think for me I am okay so far let's see I don't know (laughs) and well for me it's been a bit like you already said that I have periods where I was really taking lots of free time because people um, visited me here once I moved here and also because then I'm somebody who really works the best on deadlines and pressure. Yes. So yep. then I'm really productive and sometimes I'm a bit, okay, Barbara, maybe you should start working no. on it <laughs> next week because then you're going to like be more productive and yeah. Sometimes it's really that if the more time you have, you're like the work kind of magically takes more time to do than yeah. when you yeah. have just yep, yep, a little yep. bit of time to work I am air-fiving you right now. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. L- like I said, we're, we're calling this right at the beginning of exam reading period season. So like I'm relating super hard to what you all are saying right now. Uh, so we talked a little bit about the why 
time management is so important, but I want to spend a little bit of time focusing on the how of time management. I'm curious, and uh, Shivani, you can start us off on this because you seem to be, you seem to have everything together in terms of your schedule, like when you need to be in the lab, when you need to do this. Uh, I, I want you guys to take me through uh, what your process is for time management and keeping yourself in check in terms of your schedule. Okay, I have a very simple rule. And if you do it, I promise you, you will like literally thank me. So you write down all the things that you have. Sorry, you write down all the things that you have to do. So for me, it's like the associations and then like school and then like social life and then everything. And then you color code them. And then you go to your Outlook or Google Calendar, and when you write the events, put them in that color, then you see how your day looks, and then you see how your month looks, and then everything is planned, and it's color-coded, and you will thank me later. If you have a meeting, put it in there. What type of meeting? Is it school? Make it green. If it's social, make it blue. Like, make her colorful, and it's like, it. it's just, I love it so much. Like, that is how I put my life together. <laughs> Jeez, I tried that before. It's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I just use like a physical agenda and I just put everything there. And if it's really important, then I put on my Google calendar. And if it's really, really important, then I put on my wall. And that's it. That's how I organize my life. And I just try to put everything on the days that I want to do it. But it's fine if I can do it. I just have to do like if I have an assignment, I have to make sure that I have everything together by this certain day because most of my assignments are w like group assignments so we don't I can't do it under pressure I have to do it uh, according to what the group has been talking so yeah that's me um, I have to say I really like the calendar approach I had some struggles with it at the beginning because coming like I'm somebody who comes from social sciences so we have to do lots of readings and my core change actually was to know your reading speed, know how many pages you're going to read in, let's say, like one minute or even like five minutes. And then every like week I look at my readings and based on that, I calculate how much time I should spend on them because otherwise I'm going to spend too much time on them. And then I'm going to put them in my calendar because then I have a rough estimate of how much it would take me. So that's like the... I would say minimum time I'm supposed to spend on them. And if that is very well calculated, I think then I have a good base to work on it. So. I think it's really nice that you say that because I just want to point out, like, I think everyone who has like study, who is studying now at Liu, we all have the compulsory elements, which is stuff that is usually due a couple weeks before the exam period or maybe like during, you know, yep. and I think one thing that I strongly recommend is to always like try to get them out of the way as soon as possible because the studying each person is different at the end of the day like some people genuinely can't study from very long ahead because then they forget it like not everyone is built that way if that makes sense you know some people do genuinely cram last minute and it works out for them but in terms of compulsory elements especially when there's like groups of people involved mm -hmm. just like do it on time do it early because it just helps you so much and it gets it out of the way then you don't like owe anyone a piece of your time if that makes sense so yeah and in general there's a lot of group work i yeah. i think that's yeah. a general thing across liu i don't think that's any specific uh program like 
a big thing here is like collaboration between people. It's very Swedish because yeah. it's like, oh, the workforce is going to be like this. How are you going to survive in the real world? So it's very like based on those principles. Like I've been here my whole life and it's like a lot of work. Yeah. And I can personally attest to this, uh, to your uh, your perspective here, because I finished all of my necessary labs for my classes like a week and a half ago. And let me tell you, it has made such a huge difference in my exam preparation. It's been so nice. But also, Barbara, I, I have to give you an air five here because uh, so my undergrad was in quantitative social science. So basically the same thing. And I know exactly what you're talking about there for for a statistics major. Basically, like you have to do so much reading. My goodness. But anyway, that's a conversation for another time. Uh you all mentioned Google calendars. Uh, do you all use that? Or is there another form of calendar that you like to use to keep yourself organized? Do you find that it helps you a lot? I mean, I think I know Shivani's answer, but I'd like to hear from you two first. So for me, I have a Google calendar, which is integrated to my Apple calendar then. And Basically, I don't want to know how many calendars are connected to my Apple calendar because, yeah, it, it's a lot actually. But yeah, then I just have a very nice overview of the calendars from university, my like private Google calendar where I kind of schedule um, all the stuff I need to do. Then my Apple calendar, which is also actually connected to my family. So even when we have like a meeting or like FaceTime thingy, for me, it's actually best to put it in the calendar to know, okay, at that time I should be home and like have a, like have some time for my family as well. Um, so yeah, basically it's just about connecting various calendars and I just find that Google Calendar actually has the prettiest colors and the most easiest way to work with because you can also kind of put up a daily reminder of all as um like things you scheduled for a day so i would say from all out there it's very user friendly but then yeah you kind of need a place to also connect them yeah say. yeah uh once again i choose my uh personal agenda like a physical one i'm a old school girl i think but i also use Google Calendar more related to personal things, not like university uh, life. So I would have there my, I don't know, uh, special meeting, uh, birthdays or something like that, but not like my timetable or should I study for this in this day? Yeah, I just use Google Calendar for things that I need to know uh, and things that I need a reminder. <laughs> and that's it. Um, I like to use Outlook because, you know, we get the whole Microsoft package for free and I really want to capitalize on that. Yeah. Um, I really like the Outlook calendar, but I would say that I also use Google Calendar for like association stuff for like birth to like see if okay, it's someone's birthday. So I wish them and then we stay friends, you know. Um, and then um, the iPhone has like the reminders app. That's pretty nice as well sometimes if yeah. it, because it gives you the reminder on time. So that's pretty nice too. And I don't know if anyone has heard about this app, but there's this app called Notion. And I tried to be a Notion girly. I really did. It didn't work. It takes so much time. I feel like you need to invest like months to get that app in like, check you know so yeah no notion <laughs> all right so if there's two things you need to 
takeaway from this podcast is no notion. We are not sponsored. And uh, colors are great. Yeah. Colors are your friend. Yeah. Um, I'd like to turn to our kind of last topic here, which is uh, keeping that work-life balance. Uh, as we've talked a lot in this podcast so far, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of getting your degree. But obviously, working all the time is not the best for your mental health. So you need to be able to keep some time for yourself every now and then. So I, I want to get the perspective from all of you about how you keep that work-life balance in check. How do you make sure you're keeping time for yourself? I think that it's super important as you become more and more of an adult to learn to say no to things. Sometimes like... Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes maybe if you need to get work done and but your friends are already done and then they're like, oh, let's go out to eat. It's really hard, but we should like get more in the habit of saying no, because we will be happy later that we've done the work. And also not even just to work, like if we're tired and if we're feeling burnt out, like we should rest, you know, because socializing is tiring as well. I think for me in general, I usually cannot be productive on Friday night ever. It never works for me unless it's like two days before the exam. Then, of course, you know, I'm not crazy. But other than that, I feel like Friday is usually like my day. Like I just chill, you know. So, yeah, I think it's better to do a little every day or else you're going to get burnt out super quick. And like you said, Connor, this like all our degrees are tough, you know, so it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And that is like the takeaway. Two years. You're here for two years. You got to get through them both. Yeah, or three for me. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, that's really true. I also learned that no, it's a really good answer for many things. Because, for example, when I came here, I really wanted to learn Swedish. So I applied for the Swedish course. But at some time, I just realized, okay, I really want to get a job as well. I need to get my stuff done. So what should I do? I need to prioritize my ideas. So yeah, the Swedish course maybe will be for later because right now I need to focus on other things. Uh, and also for, I don't know, for, yeah, getting time with my friends. Um, I know that I'm not a party person, so I have to say a lot of times no, but it at the same time, it kind of struggles because uh, I'm in a new country, I'm trying to do some friends and most of them, they really enjoy parties. But yeah, you need to know when you need to say no, because also you need your own time. You need to start to re realize what you want to do in a new country, what you don't want to do. And it's better if you state like a no answer from the beginning instead of just going everywhere, doing everything, and then you just start to realize that, yeah, you're not feeling so great. So yeah, that's my advice. Um, so for me personally, I, first of all, I'm somebody who kind of needs to have, let's say, a social kind of commitment to something to kind of really shovel some time in. Um, and I'm somebody who best works at the evening or at night. Yeah. So for me, it's good to have like a morning where I know I'm just going to reserve like two hours for myself and just not start opening that laptop and um, look at what's waiting there, but just have some time where I can like prepare myself and I'm going to 
know I'm going to reserve to myself because usually in the morning there's not so much stuff happening already. So that's why I, then I can take some time to really just be like, okay, just you, your coffee and a good book and that's it. Yeah. Honestly, waking up early is such a huge cheat code. Yeah. Like getting up at like 6 or 7 a.m. Like when you're, you know, a teenager, like you, you hate that, right? Yeah. But then you get to our age and you're like, wow, I, I have so much time for activities. What is this? It, it's so underrated. But uh, speaking of sleep, though, like that's also very important. So like on average, how how much sleep do you get on a normal night? Why are you asking me? Why are you exposing me like this? I'm not trying to expose anybody. I'm just trying to get a sense of like how you guys are managing your time. So, and I think sleep is a good indication of that. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed right now. I mean, hey, I like full disclosure. I was up at like 3 a.m. Okay. This morning. So like, I'm better. not, I, I, I'm not trying to shame anybody by any means. Okay, I will not sit here and pretend, oh my god, guys, I sleep eight or nine hours. I don't. I really don't. I think, like, I sleep maybe five hours a day, sometimes on a good day six. My friends often wonder how I function. I do, too. I don't know. But that is, like, the honest truth, and I'm just going to put it out there. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, like, uh, healthy. I don't get my full eight hours, but, yeah. Yeah, I always try to do my eight hours, but I have to acknowledge that my best time, I mean, if I really want to be okay for the next day, it's 10 hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's oh my God. insane. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, because for me, eight hours is great. Seven hours is doable. Less than seven hours, I'm really not like very, I'm I'm functioning, but I'm not like focused and yeah I don't have the full capacity available I can really tell it and that way I'm like okay whenever I go to sleep I'm kind of calculating my head okay when should I um wake up to really get this seven to eight hour sleep yeah I'm very lucky my classes are at one most of the time I have one which is at 10 o'clock so I'm quite flexible helpful but yeah for me it really is like a priority and I got to say, I, I've really been relating to that like the last year or so, because I remember specifically in the second semester, I, I kind of overloaded myself a bit and I would always take it out on my sleep. And I, I could definitely start feeling the difference between like a five hour day and an eight hour day. Yeah. Like it got to a point where even if I slept too much, like if even if I got the eight hours of sleep, my body wasn't used to that. So it was like, oh, you're you're still tired. So the moral of the story here is like, do not take away time from your sleep. Sleep is very important. To try and fit in everything else. Like sleep is what's going to help you do everything else. So I, I feel like that's a really key point that I feel like doesn't get brought up often enough when it comes to uh, time management. Sleep also helps with long-term memory. So if you're studying and if you don't sleep, your brain is just going to dump away all that information and then you studied for nothing. So sleep. Exactly. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) If you do not sleep, you will fail your exams. (laughs) 
All right, so I want to end this off with uh, one last question for all of you here, and that is, what is one piece of advice that you would give someone who is coming to LIU for the first time and is trying to get acquainted with the schedule here? What advice would you give them in terms of uh, time management? I think um, taking advice from other people, your seniors and everything is great, but just form your own opinion, you know, because we are all very different people. We're all our own individuals. And honestly, the advice that someone gives you, it might not work out, you know, so you don't, you like, you have your own tolerance, your own capability. So just focus on that, form your own opinion of the courses. If you think it's tough or if it's not like, don't be scared if someone is like, oh my God, this degree is so hard. You're not going to survive because like you will, you know, we all will. And so, like, just trust yourself and, like, take it step by step and everything will work out like it is for us. <laughs> yeah, that's def- definitely true. But I really uh, wanted to point out that, yeah, again, just remember the word no for don't don't be afraid to say it. And, yeah, I was remembering something, but I don't remember anymore. <laughs> so maybe I'll just pass the word to Barbara and I'll tell about it. Um I think for me, it's kind of that already what your teachers provide you are very good um, study resources. You can um, transform them to make them a bit more, I would say, prettier. Because if something looks kind of more aesthetically appealing, I would say, I'm more encouraged to look at it. But sometimes I wanted to really dive into a topic and then I had to remind myself, no, you know, it's great if you want to expand your horizon, but sometimes it's going to be too much. Just try to kind of work with the material you're getting. And also, I would say just um, kind of also acknowledge that now it's one of the few times in your life when you're going to have lots of freedom and going to have the opportunity to scale through when you want to do something. So really appreciate that and yeah, use it wisefully. Yeah, I think I remembered I wanted to say that basically don't be afraid to fail because, I mean, we all have our own ways to work with things and probably, uh, for example, I've been working for the past two uh, years and I haven't studied for a lot of time and now that I'm getting uh, again into the study thing, I'm trying to rediscover myself and how do I work the best. And yeah, probably sometimes it will work, sometimes it will not, but that's totally fine and you you will do it. That's that's okay. Wow. Yeah, I th- I'm so enlightened <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know. That that was such a great note to end on. Uh, thank you all so much for joining me today. This was a great conversation. Thank you all so much for your time. Thank, thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you. You were great. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fika with us. If you like this episode and want to listen to more, you can do so by adding us to your podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Additionally, if you want to learn more about life and studies here at LIU, you can find more information at liu.se/en. You can also keep up with our international student ambassadors on Instagram at linchoping.university or via the international student blog on our website. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time, VCS.